this is how you can achieve the Supreme Person. So we have to go deep in our meditation. We are so absorbed in this external reality that it perpetually checks us from being able to meditate deeply. We're so absorbed in our external, the external aspect of our existence, which is in this material realm called Maya, that that deeper meditation state is always out of grip because we have so many things to worry about. We have so many business things we have to worry about. We have personal things. We have food. We have sleep. We have eating. There's always something going on externally. So where's the time to meditate? Where's the opportunity to meditate? So the fact is, is that our real self can be always in meditation or we are existing transcendentally. In one sense, we're already meditating, but what are we meditating on? So it's not that I have to fit in meditation into my busy day. It should be, how will I fit my day into my meditation? <laughs> in other words, we should be so absorbed internally that, oh yeah, I, I forgot I have to eat. Oh yeah, whoops. Otherwise this body will disappear. Okay, you know, we should put that focus. It's about shifting that vision. We're doing a lot of meditation. Every single person in this world is doing a lot of meditation. But what is the object of our meditation? And if we're not meditating on here, the Parasham, Paramam Purusham Divyam, the Supreme Transcendental Person, then we're meditating on all the infinitesimal parts and parcel portions and their activities of Maya. In this material world, we're meditating on the activities of illusion, of different conditioned souls. It's really not that special. It's not that great. It's really going to distract us. But we have a whole culture, a whole network, a whole civilization of how to meditate on other people's maya. We say, wow, this is so entrancing. I'm really going into samadhi now. <laughs> no, I'm really meditating because... These persons' of false egos are acting like this, and their material bodies are doing that, and the material nature is changing like this. So the real meditation here we have to learn. Padamam Purusham Divyam, meditation on the Supreme Person, who is beyond, aloof, transcendental to this material world. The next paragraph, the devotee can constantly think of the object of worship, the Supreme Lord, in any of his features, Narayan, Krishna, Ram, etc., by chanting Hare Krishna. This practice will purify him, and at the end of his life, due to his constant chanting, he will be transferred to the kingdom of God. Yoga practices meditation on the super-soul within. Similarly, by chanting Hare Krishna, one fixes his mind always on the Supreme Lord. So, Hare Krishna, this is the supreme divine meditation. Because you get the divine masculine, the supreme person, and you get the divine feminine, the internal potency, Radha and Krishna. And their transcendental activities are the highest manifestations of the internal energy. So we might think, how can I just meditate on Krishna all the time? Well, it's not, Krishna is not alone. It's not that I only meditate on Krishna. Krishna exists in the transcendental world with different associates and different pastimes are going on. And especially Radharani, the divine feminine, she is also engaged in intense 
separation, love, so many incredible, it's a whole, it's a transcendental world. So you have to meditate on the divine couple, which is Hare Krishna. And Krishna includes all of his incarnations. Hare Radha includes all of her incarnations. The incarnations of Radha are Lakshmi, the goddess of fortune, the divine mother. Those are the incarnations of, of Radha. So Radha, Krishna, together, this is the highest summit because Radha and Krishna's activities, their qualities are supermost. They exhibit transcendental qualities even beyond Lakshmi Narayan. Lakshmi Narayan is worshipped in the mood of awe and reverence. But the pure love of Radha and Krishna goes beyond that into the most intimate divine love, selfless, pure, uncontaminated, uninhibited love that exists in Vrindavan, in the realm of Vrindavan. That's considered the highest state of love of Godhead. So that's what chanting Hare Krishna will bring us to. Now Prabhupada says the mind is fickle, and therefore it is necessary to engage the mind by force to think of Krishna. So it's not going to happen just automatically. It's not a it's not a, a miracle that comes out of the sky. It happens by practice. This verse is saying by practice. So we all need to go deeper in our practice. It's a continual refinement. And then once you get a good practice, then guess what? You have to go deeper. You have to tweak it. You have to increase it, extend it, purify it. All the way up until here, one enters the kingdom of God. Prabhupada says, One example is often given that of a caterpillar 